Welcome to the Creative South Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Frostholm. Today, we're continuing with the series of short conversations recorded live at Creative South 2017. In this episode, I'm once again joined by my guest co-host, Zach Wilkinson. We talk with Eddie Givens, a multifaceted designer from Ohio, and Igor Mitrofanov, Chief Operating Officer of Zynio, a digital product agency based in the Ukraine, about their paths in the creative world. I want to thank our friends over at Jack Prince for sponsoring this episode. Whatever you need printed, they can do it. From business cards to banners to t-shirts and even socks. Whatever you need, Jack Prince can print it. Right now, Jack Prince is offering these great deals. Business cards as low as $33. Custom banners starting at $23. 25% off all over printed shirts and socks. Jack Prince makes great, affordable stuff for designers like you and I. They focus on quality and customer service and have been loyal Creative South sponsors for years. Why not pick them next time you need stickers, banners, or pocket notebooks printed? Plus, Jack Prince is giving Creative South podcast listeners 25% off all orders over $25 when you use promo code CREATESOUTH17 at checkout. Visit jackprince.com for your next order of stickers, prints, or whatever you need today. We all secretly, and some of us openly, know that we have a deep love for stickers. Whenever we go to Creative South, we come home with a massive sticker haul and we feel like kids again. But why do we have to wait another year for this feeling? Luckily, Slaptastic can give you that feeling each and every month, direct to your mailboxes. Each month, you receive a pack of six limited edition theme stickers that you can enjoy and share with your friends and family. Head on over to www.slaptastic.com slash CS17 and sign up today with a special offer just for you. We've gone through and streamlined the Creative South Podcast Patreon page, cleaning out the excess and making it easier for you to support us. With options starting at just $1 per month, you can help support the podcast and even wind up with some cool Creative South Podcast swag. Every dollar helps cover hosting costs, upgrade equipment, and keep the podcast going. When you become a Creative South patron, You'll get access to exciting Creative South news before anyone else. Creative South podcast stickers and t-shirts. So, please help support the podcast and become a patron over at patreon.com slash creative south. Alright, and we are live back at Creative South podcast CS17. I am joined again by my lovely and talented co-host, Mr. Zachary Wilkinson. Hey, handsome. His name page says. Um, and our very special guest, Eddie Givens. Hey, how's it Hi, going? Hi, Eddie. Hey. How are you? <laughs> so, Eddie, tell me a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Uh, from Cleveland, Ohio. Um, I'm a web developer, graphic designer, 3D character animator, 3D modeler, 3D rigger. Uh, I spent a little bit of time on uh, creating video games and, uh, you know, film as well. Uh, but uh, primary background is for web development and uh, web design. So, Okay. So how did you find out about Creative South? Uh, Creative South, this is actually my second year. So, Second year? Um, found out about Creative South from my friends at uh, Focus Lab and uh, Sidecar. So I've been following okay. them for several years uh, from watching their stuff on Dribbble and Behance and, uh, you know, through all their 
Twitter feeds and whatnot. But uh, they told me about it, and it was the uh, this was last year actually. Okay. Um, and so I just saw it as an opportunity to finally get to meet the people that uh, really inspired me over the years and like actually helped me uh, progress in my career for the jobs that I have now. So. Um, I'm really happy that I went because uh, it actually got me connect with uh, several other people in the industry, uh, mm-hmm. such as the uh, Forefathers and uh, Masio Agency and, and stuff. So, so yeah, so it's really good. Gotcha. And now you're a member of the Creative South Family Slack channel as well, so you can <laughs> hang out in there and oh yeah, um, listen to those all of who us are listening. About our jobs. No, no, no. It's all right. Those who are listening, that was mostly little... just me. <laughs> those who are listening though, uh, on the Slack channel, definitely try to join up with that um, because, especially with traveling, um, because I know a lot of people who are traveling in to uh, Georgia for this uh, Creative South this year has been pretty frustrating a little troublesome because the weather was so bad but mm-hmm. yeah. folks throughout the slack channel actually pointed me to the you know the right transportation to get me here on time so uh because i was actually going to back out because a lot of my flights were canceled and um so they just pointed me to the right direction of getting the proper shuttles and um you know the right people to talk to to get here so so yeah and plus slack channel has plenty of channels to uh discuss anything related to business your designs uh to get some proper feedback you know rather than just a like <laughs> yeah you know so um and also getting uh, you know networking connecting with the right people to uh you know if you need to research something better ideas or just need to collab with somebody so it's really good it's been really beneficial to me gotcha so you said you, you've got a fairly wide skill set from <laughs> web design to developing yes. to 3D characters to 3d animation to rigging to all that right. stuff how did you get such a wide breadth of uh, skills? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a nice little story. Um, well, my primary job, I work for Highland Software. Um, and uh, like I said, I'm a web developer. And um, so that's my primary job with them. Um, my second job, uh, I work part-time it's for a company called Hashbang Games. Um, see, uh, video game agency contracts people out to do specific tasks or uh, you know, to, to, to promote their specific traits of doing sure. specific work in the film and video game industry. Um, you know, like I mentioned, such as modeling, rigging, animating characters or, or texture artists or anything like that. So um, let's see. Uh, starting off with web development, I've always been into that, self-taught. Um, back in 19... 1997, uh, you know, during the days of Angel Fire, GeoCities, <laughs> learning, learning from do a little bit and then preview it, see what's going to happen. It was really good. Yeah, animated cats. See, right, kids, right. back in the day, we didn't all have Squarespace to no. make our websites look really pretty. There no. was animated dogs running That's everywhere, right. fire, blood dripping Gifts from the top. Everywhere. Lots it was of hamsters dancing. Yeah. It was dark times on the internet. You yes, guys. absolutely. And um, and that's where I really got my start because um, you know, a friend of mine with high school. Uh, I was 15 at the time, and, um, you know, he just showed me, uh, like, you know, what is possible, and then, I don't know, it's just, it's just really stuck with me, uh, just wanting to, to be able to create something, and then, not only that, my work was pretty decent, because um, I was really big into comics at the time, I was a uh, big fan of, um, what are they called, uh, <laughs> uh, there was Battle Chasers, uh, Danger Girl, mm-hmm. Steampunk, um, just uh, just a bunch of uh, work that from artists I really admired at the time. So I knew there wasn't a website that they made, and um, so I just collected all of the uh, the comics that I was interested in and just made like a little fan website, you know, out of it. 
And uh, you inadvertently was... created Reddit, Fortune, Deviant Art, <laughs> and about thirty other fan sites. Right. Okay, don't saddle him with Fortune. No right. one wants. Yeah, that sorry, I take that back. It's a, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and um, so I created that, but what was really interesting to me that really pushed me forward on is that when I created this, people from all over the world started reaching out to me thinking that I had a personal connection with them, thinking that I was like the official site for these <laughs> comic books or the artists. And so that just like really set things off for me, like, man, I'm not only doing something that I can show to my friends locally in my area, mm-hmm. but, you know, I've got people from all over the world reaching out to me about something or mm-hmm. just giving me feedback of like, oh, this is really cool. When is the next update of something? And so, um, so I just ran with that. And, you know, just over the years, uh, I've been uh, in tech support, did freelance work, internships, all types of stuff, you know, throughout college and whatnot. Sure. But, um... So, so shifting gears, uh, when it comes to 3D character animation, and whatnot. Yeah, um, I know that's. It's, I know it's a big shift, right? See, I'm a big video game nerd, so I spend a lot of time with video games. Um, so, as you're seeing the progress from like Super Nintendo to PlayStation and whatnot, you start off with doing pixel art, and and then eventually it went into like 3D polygons and whatnot. Um, so to what we see today, where we have 3D space, like you know any type of game you see today, right? Uh, the majority of games, they're all in a 3D environment, right? And um, I was a big fan of an artist who unfortunately passed away back in 2014 of February. Uh, his name is Monty Um. Uh, he's a martial arts uh, choreographer. Uh, he was very well known for his Dead Fantasy series. For his he's, what series? It's is called Dead Fantasy. He took okay. characters from Final Fantasy and Dead or Alive and mashed them up in a, oh, an nice. all-out brawl. Um, and his videos were like so innovative and, and, and so creative. It was like a legit five to ten to fifteen minute battle bras, like no real storyline to it. It was just just action from sure. point A to point B, right? So I was really fascinated with that because this guy was doing something that I've always imagined, and then learning that like he did this all by himself. So once um, I started looking at you know different schools and mm-hmm. I started looking at different programs and started looking at YouTube, like, how, does, how did he do this? Because he was blatant in his, um, um, in, his, uh, in his reels and everything. He would always say or state, uh, you know, what programs he was using. So I started investing some time in that to try to learn it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then it came to, what was it, 2013. Um, I decided to, you know, bite the bullet and actually go to school for okay. uh, 3D character animation. I went to Animation Mentor. Um, okay. And this is uh, an online school where the the instructors, the teachers, they're actually in the industry right now. They're from like EA, Pixar, Disney, um, where else? Goodness, DreamWorks. You know, all the big films that you see today. Sony, so, so working professionals yeah, who are working doing professionals. And so now you go through this course or courses. Um, you know, you can go through the two year route and and when I want to go into too many details because there's so many different options now that's <laughs> yeah. available, but. Um, the fact that I wanted to find out, like, how did Pixar, you know, break down the shot? How do they, how do they go through their steps of going through the twelve principles of animation and whatnot, and and applying that to the scene? You know, where where do they get their influence from? How do they, what tools they use and whatnot? So, completed the program. Um, what? Well, well, let me back up a little bit <laughs> sure. because I, I just got to note this because my daughter was born 
on my very first day of class. <laughs> and oh, like that I makes said, it real is, easy to do is, school. Right. So this is online, right? So I'm literally in the hospital room. You know, my, <laughs> my daughter's sitting there asleep. There's my wife sitting there asleep. And, and it's like 1030 at night. <laughs> and I'm sitting here with my headphones on, drawing up sketches and talking to my classmates, introducing myself. And, and that was another sign that that let me know that I'm really uh, passionate about this, that, mm-hmm. like, you know, normally everyone would be pretty exhausted and just go to sleep because, you know, of uh, <laughs> the whole experience of, uh, of a birth <laughs> sure. will wear somebody out. doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. <laughs> um, but, but let's just be clear for the women list. Right. Obviously, it wears you up much yes. more. Yes, absolutely. You have to absolutely. do the heavy lifting. I'm not even going <laughs> to. But for a man, you, just Just in case Eddie's wife listens to this. <laughs> He doesn't right. want to get in trouble. Oh, no. Not at all. I know my wife's going to hear this. So, so where are you getting the flowers so, from? Right. right. Yeah, the flowers um, and the chocolates. And uh, let's see. So um, so I knew I was a, a media. I knew I was passionate about this because I was dedicated, and I really wanted to learn about it. I invested a lot of time, spent a lot of time looking at videos before I even had the class, so I was already pretty prepped, and, and, sure. and I had you know all the basics pretty much down, so it was good. So... Fast forward, just went through that, uh, those classes, and eventually graduated in, uh, what was it, 2015, December? And, um, yeah, uh, ever since then, um, since I had the tools under my belt of understanding how to create character models, rig them up, uh, animate them, especially since I went through school for it, um, I started reaching out to... Uh, video game communities that are who are using specific tools such as Unity, Unity mm-hmm. 3D, or um, I don't know, um, or what is it? What is the other? Unreal Engine, um, because I started showing mockups of you know levels and everything that I was creating. Because in addition to you know creating these um, these these martial art films such as Dead Fantasy, sure. I wanted to be able to also create you know a video game that I was inspired by from games that I grew up on such as like. Chrono Trigger, Secret of Mana, or uh-huh. um, I don't know. I was a big RPG guy, you know. Gotcha. So, um, so I wanted to go ahead and create my own deal. Um, I was basically doing it all by myself. So I, I got uh, quite a few people's attention um, because they saw the amount of work that I was doing, and it was just me. Right. And so the uh, the founder of Hashbang Games, you know, reached out to me from one of the forums I was involved in, and uh, reached out to me and saying, "Hey, I've got you know." <laughs> this team of people, we can do this for you for a certain amount of money. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. You know, but, you know, I'm just getting started out. You know, I'm just trying to budget things right now. Mm-hmm. But he also knew that I had talents as well. So uh, so he actually brought me on to start, you know, helping him out with specific projects. Oh, that's and awesome. So, yeah. So ever since, ever since then, uh, we've been, you know, working together and, and, and the teams that he's uh, put together. And, uh, you know, just still continue to do it today. And um, it's been great. It's been great. Awesome. <laughs> so what, what exciting things do you have um, coming down the pike for you? What exciting things that yeah. I have? Well, you don't want to hear about the boring ones. So. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> let's see. You know, besides uh, some of the video games that I've been involved in, um, I would say... <laughs> Um, my primary job at Highland, Highland Software, there's a lot of uh, rebranding going on. So 
Uh, what's pretty exciting is that I'm involved in uh, redesigning the entire company website. Um, so Highland Software employs uh, almost 3,000 employees. Um, you know, valued, valued at over 1.7 billion dollars. Uh, we're one of the Fortune 100 best companies to work for. I think we're ranked at 43 or something around there. Wow. And um, so there's recognition in there, but I mean, just also. What's exciting for me personally is, as a web designer, web developer, is that you know finally, <laughs> um, I, I know my work has already been uh, showcased, and a lot of people you know congratulate me on that. But mm -hmm. I think it's a huge stepping stone to be able to be honored with the the, the opportunity to, to to create a a website for the entire company that's going to represent the company, especially bringing a lot of revenue uh, based off of my designs. So, mm, um, cool. And I've and also been a part of, you know, just smaller projects, but I'm just looking future tense because this is what's happening right now as far as the uh, what I'm really invested in as far as the web development and rebranding. So, yeah. Awesome. So, if people want to learn more about you and find out about you, where can they find you online? <laughs> oh man, uh, <laughs> and that's another that brings up another thing because uh, I'm just I have my hands in so many different things, <laughs> and uh, so the classes that I signed up for at Creative South was related to like you know public speaking and uh, uh, portfolio adjustments, um, you know accounting and stuff like that because my hands are so uh, involved in so many different industries and pieces that I'm trying to build a, a proper portfolio and try to review all of my work and try to dish out more work on you know avenues such as like dribble and behance and yeah and you know building up my website better so I'm just gonna first start off you know on a quick answer is, uh, is eddiegibbons.com um, I'm also on YouTube uh, with the uh, the ID name under Soul of Jazzman. That's S O U L O F J A Z Z M A N, and that's the the tag I usually use across the board. That's Twitter. So that's Soul of Jazzman for Twitter. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Behance, you can find me Eddie E Gibbons Jr. on there. Um, YouTube, I think I already said that Soul yeah. of Jazzman. Um, Pretty much across the board, even video games, <laughs> Xbox, PlayStation, all of it. Soul of Jazz, man. You can find me on all of that. So, so yeah. So hopefully this week, I think things will get a little bit more cleaned up since I have a, a better direction now on how I should <laughs> handle good. this. So when, if anybody tries to Google my name, you know, you won't get a whole bunch of random stuff. I'm also on LinkedIn, too. Uh, <laughs> so Eddie E. Gibbons Jr., uh, I'm on there as well. And, and the Slack channel. And the, right, and the Creative E. South Gibbons Slack Jr. Channel. is on uh, Slack, you know, so... Yeah. Awesome. Well, Sweet. Eddie, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me. Yes, absolutely. And go out and hug some necks. Yeah, absolutely. Can't wait. <laughs> Thanks, Eddie. Right. Look forward to thank it. Thank you. Thanks. Welcome back to Creative South Podcast CS17 Live. I am joined by Igor, and you're going to have to do your last name for me again because right, I know I'm going to butcher. Igor Mitrofanov. So Hello. Pull, pull that mic right into your face. Igor Mitrofanov. Perfect. There you go. So so tell me a little bit about you. Oh, sorry. I almost forgot to introduce my lovely and talented co-host, 
Mr. Zach Wilkinson yet again. Hi. It would have been back. weird if I just chimed in later and you hadn't introduced me. <laughs> yeah, that would have been weird. Hey, is that the guy from earlier? He's still just sitting there. Yeah. All right. He hasn't left. Nope. So, so, so you are. Um, tell tell me a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? All right. So, w- me and my partner came. My business partner came all the way from Ukraine to Creative South, uh, which we're really excited about. And so far, it's been an amazing experience. Awesome. And yeah. So yeah, from Ukraine. And uh, yeah, we uh, we have a little little studio, uh, digital design studio there called Zino. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, and we've been around for two years already. And for the last year, we grew from five to twenty people really quick. Wow. From five to twenty. To twenty. Yeah. Oh wow, that's and a that's, big growth. Yeah, and that's big and uh, that's fast. I mean, and uh, that's we don't want to grow anymore because this is just enough. Now it's all about you know bringing more value and not expanding. Sure. It's, so, so what are you guys doing over there? I know you said digital design, but what? Yeah, what? well, so we're a studio which does like web design, mobile design, and we also have an art department, and we like do illustrations and motion design. Okay. So that's our, our primary like area. So a little bit of everything. The full well, we don't do branding though. Like okay. this is something we we don't know how to do it, so that's why we just don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish Makes more people sense. would know how to would learn that lesson. I don't know uh, how to yeah. do that. Don't. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of people who haven't learned that lesson yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. So, so how how long has the studio been? You said two years. Yes, two years. And, and so you, how have you handled that growth from going from five to twenty? Because that's uh, a, that's a big jump up, especially in that short of time frame. It is. It is. And like nobody teaches you that because like when <laughs> I uh, when I joined Zino, like I joined as a co-founder, like at an early stage, and like nobody taught me how to like manage people or how to run your own business. This is something I had to learn by myself. And sure. when that happened, like it didn't happen just like really quick. It was just like one person, then another person joined us, then another person because we had like more projects that we could handle. Mm-hmm. But then at some point we realized, okay, we need to stop. We need to stop doing that, and because it's hard, it's hard. You have to figure out how to deal with people. Everybody, you know, is in, is an individual, and you have to find an approach with everybody. Like, and that, that is hard. That is just hard. Sure. And, well, I'm I'm trying to master this this thing of management and making yeah. sure that everybody's happy. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That's hard. Run but, smoothly. But I enjoyed though. Like, I really like um, interpersonal relationships. It's it's, it's cool. Like. The, the human part of, of us. I, I like that. So since you're chief operations officer, are you handling primarily just the people or are you overseeing all of them? I, I handle pretty much everything besides design. Okay. So my business partner, Sasha, who's also here, uh, he's our art director. And, okay. and he started the company. And since he is a designer, we're a design-centered company. Sure. Um, and I do everything else. I do... Uh, I develop a relationship with clients. I uh, yeah, I do sales. I do like our accounting. Uh, I do like the studio management. Like I sometimes I do project management. Like I reach out to people. I talk to our clients. Like making sure everything is all right. So a little bit of everything. Like I write copy for our like dribble shots and whatnot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what's your original background? My original background. Well. Uh, very first, I like I, I'm still a musician. Like I, I've had a band for like ten years. Really? Our band, yeah, our band is turning ten years uh, this this year, which is pretty cool. That's like, impressive to keep a band together that yeah, long. Well, well, it's it's harder now since like I have a lot of work to do and I have big responsibility. <laughs> like I have to make sure everybody gets paid, 
you know, every month. So sure. we get the projects and like it's just every day I open my eyes and I start just my work starts when I open my eyes uh -huh. and it ends when my eyes are closed and I go to sleep. Like I always I'm there and I'm it's, sometimes you feel like you're burning out. But I, I understand that at this early kind of stage, I have to put up, put in a lot of work into that. Yeah, so originally I was a musician and I, I did that full time for, okay. for several years. Yeah, well, yeah. So we put out like seven albums since then. Oh wow! Um, and I also had a band in the U.S. for some time and then in Ukraine. So yeah, that's been a big part of my life. And after that, since I spent so much time in the U.S. because I went there as exchange student when mm -hmm. I was 16, since I learned the culture and like in the language, uh, and I really feel like I belong here. Um, because of that, I work back in Ukraine with international companies. So, okay. yeah. Um, and, like, my, my, my first biggest job was uh, working for this game development company. I was doing localization, like writing text for computer games, mm -hmm. uh, you know, managing the translation, testing that. And that's where I learned how the, like, this, the tech industry works, how the product sure. design works. That's, that's how I learned that. And then... Well, and after that, I joined. I joined Sasha after like several years of working there because just just got an old from me. I, I wasn't. It wasn't interesting to me mm. anymore. So I just joined him, and we started doing our own thing. Gotcha. So yeah. So do you think you know being in a band, especially one that's been together for ten years, do you think that kind of helped prepare you for your role now of managing relationships and and, yeah, and expectations? I would, yes, I would. I would. I would. I would say so. Yeah, because uh, when, when, like, when you're a band, you, you you travel a lot and you meet a lot of people, uh, and also you are in this enclosed car with mm -hmm. like five people for like three months who haven't showered <laughs> in like three months. Yeah, yeah, it's it's rough Eating sometimes. Hot dogs and yeah, pizza. yeah, and like you have to you have to learn how to like get together, like, how to yeah how to get along because you know when you're even if it's your closest friend if you spend so much time together like it, it's it's sometimes might be tough you know yeah. to stay kind of I don't know cool people get in arguments and stuff but yeah that helped me a lot and also the experience of meeting a lot of people personally around like the world because I've traveled a lot too with the band and without the band like I've been like all over Europe U.S. you know like Northern Africa all, all those places so by meeting those people of of different cultures I always try to dive into that and you know learn something for myself that sure. I can later apply to what I do so that 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 helped me a lot with that yes gotcha so so you mentioned you were you uh, for you were an exchange student when you were in high school you know what type of culture shock did you kind of experience coming over here from the Ukraine to uh, to West Virginia as well, you said yeah well it was interesting like back in Ukraine I was like one of the best students in the English class uh -huh. like I won all these competitions and stuff so I thought I was you know cool when I came to West Virginia like I was afraid to pick up the phone like for first three months there because I wouldn't understand what people were saying at all. Like it was so crazy. Like I thought it's, I knew English, but when you are in real life, the West Virginia. I've grown accent. up speaking English and I don't understand half of the people from West Virginia. <laughs> that's, see, I, mean, I guess that's a natural thing. So yeah, that that was like that was crazy. But also, yeah, the cultural differences that I wasn't prepared for. Uh, I don't know, just. I, I cannot recall any because it's been like a while ago like I'm, I'm 29 right now so yeah and it's been like I don't know 12, 13 years since then yeah so but yeah it was I don't know there, there were a lot of things that people laughed about uh, the way I behaved and the way I talked and just and then after this year my mentality it shifted a little bit mm -hmm. uh, 
and that was the whole point of this program. This, it's it's called like Future Leaders Exchange. Uh -huh. I don't know if it's active anymore or not. So like what the American government does, they bring people from like post-Soviet Union countries here when they're young and their mentality is developing and they kind of reprogram you, like Americanize you. So like you get the culture, you understand like the people here and then you go back, kind of apply that knowledge. Sure. Back home, which is, I think, is great. It's a great idea. I think, I think, it's awesome. So. Gotcha. So, and, and obviously, that kind of prepared you for other things of having to work with people, like you said, you know, when you were with the band, you know, working in the U.S. and Northern Africa and Europe and all those things. Yeah. You know, how how do you feel that helps you? Is it just being able to relate to people, or it's being able to empathize and communicate properly? I think. Uh, one of the main challenges in my in my everyday job is like to be empathetic to people who address us with like mm -hmm. inquiries because I really want to understand the person's like problem. I really want to get into his or her shoes to be able to help them because I think that nobody really wants a website or a web app. People want a solution to their problem, like something that will help help the, their business grow. And the hardest part, sometimes they don't even know what they want. Like they think they want that, but you have it's like it's my job to dig into that and understand and help them understand what they need. And mm. I think this experience of like talking to so many people around the world got me a wider perspective, which helps me, um, I don't know, understand people better, empathize them. So I think that helps a lot. Gotcha. So what are some of the most exciting things you get to work on over at Xena? Uh, like project-wise? Yeah. Uh, one of the like to me, most interesting things we worked on was for this uh, startup in Germany. And what they do, they have this complex sensor solution for railway industry. And they can predict um, when the railroad crossings are, you know, got to go out of surface, service. And like, so they predict that by measuring the vibration. And we design and develop like the whole like system for them, you know, to be able to do that for analytics, which is... This is what our like our designers really like those kind of challenges like really complex things that you mm -hmm. like that make you think everything through like they have this system so yeah that was the thing I'm really really proud of and it's launching soon and it's going to be used by Deutsche Bahn like the German oh, railways awesome. yeah so, so that's not not a, not a small not a small business venture there yeah 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 and that was the <laughs> longest engagement like we've been doing that for like 6 months already so oh wow yeah so well very cool so you, you guys have worked on this exciting stuff. You, you're getting this ready to launch. You know, you're handling all of these different aspects, and 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 Sasha's acting as art director. Yes. How, how are you? Since he's your partner, how are you guys balancing your workload? Because you know, one of the things you mentioned was you know you wake up and you're working, and by the time you go to bed, you're working. How are you avoiding that burnout, and how are you and your partner managing that workload? I I've started actually being aware of that just lately. That like I'm spending too much time, and like I'm I'm too like engaged into that, and I like have literally no life. So he realized that faster than I did. So uh -huh. he like started balancing his like work day. Like he would just he wouldn't work after like he left the office. Like he's like that's it, but and I would, and like the way we balance it, I know I just he just does everything design related during our like work hours and sure. I do everything else but also since there's a time difference with the US which is 7 hours right um and a lot of our like 80% of our customers are from the US oh really so, yeah, yeah 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 that's uh because uh we we actually registered a company in Austin Texas that's oh, where wow. we officially registered and 
the plan is to actually open an office in the U.S., maybe in Austin, maybe in California, but that's that's our plan. Uh, and to move like part of the team to the Pick U.S. Pick whichever one's cheaper and better taxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my advice to you on that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know, I know. Austin, Austin is awesome. I like it. I like it there. So yeah, I I I lost track of what I was saying. Um, your free time. What are you yeah, doing? Yeah, free your time. Free time. All right, the, the free time. Well, like, yeah, I've, I've, the I've fifteen had, minutes you have. A I've day. had none for like for a while, and like in the evenings when everybody goes home from the office, our clients do what? Wake up, and <laughs> they start talking. Like I need to get on these calls and like mm-hmm. talk to people, and then it lasts till like I don't know, midnight sometimes. Not every day, not every day, but but the thing is, I enjoy it. Like I like it. This is it's my passion, doing what I do, and. This whole studio thing, we're doing this not to not to really make money. This is not the primary goal. So I make less money than our designers do. Like I cannot like I cannot afford myself like this money. I, all the money goes into business. Like I just make sure. enough for me to live, and that's good. Like I don't care about that. And I think that's a good thing about our approach. Like me and Sasha, we understand each other in that level. So like we are working to get good things done. Like we really want to make something meaningful. Uh, and I think that's what keeps us growing, and I think we're going the right way with that. So that's why I enjoy it. I enjoy the after-hours stuff, but right now I need to really learn how to structure uh, my day. And actually, I was at a workshop. It was Mike. I forget the last name. It was talk about how to stay free as a freelancer. Uh, Mark he, Pricky. Yes, Mark, yes, yes. And that was awesome. Like I really enjoyed that workshop, and he said a lot of good points about balancing your time, and I mm-hmm. learned a lot from it, so I can wait to go back to try to implement that and see how that works awesome yeah cool well thank you for taking the time to talk to me where can people find you online uh they can find us on our website which is zyno.com it's z-a-j-n-o.com and on our dribble so it's also z-a-j-n-o zyno on dribble uh-huh yeah and so. of course if you're in the creative south slack channel you can we find are. him in there. Yes. And, and I know you are. I am. <laughs> so so stop lurking. Start talking. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously get some sleep first. Yeah, I should. I should. I haven't gotten enough sleep since I got here. And I oh, think that's nobody everybody, has. So that's everybody's fine. problem. I saw like uh, Alicia from Focus Lab tweeting that just today. Like, yeah, I wish I got more sleep, you know, because it's so much fun. So many people around here. This crazy party last night. Went to bed like 3 a.m. Then woke up at like eight and uh-huh. just yeah, but it's awesome. I'm like I'm enjoying it. This is the best. This is the best conference I've been to. Like seriously. Well, good. That's what that's what we like to hear, and we're we're happy that uh, that you're finding it that way. So we end every podcast, and since this is your first Creative South, with saying go out and hug some necks, which is a way of saying go out, meet new people, make friends, don't be a stranger. Um, I'm going to ask you to do it in Ukrainian, if you wouldn't mind. Uh, to say, like, go meet people? Or, or go hug next, whatever the best translation of that would be. Go hug next? Go hug next, like, ne- like neck. <laughs> go? Like, like when you give somebody a hug around their neck? like. Oh, go hug next? Yes. Obimit nastupnu ljudinu. Perfect. Well, there you go. Igor, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. Thank you, I guys. I hope you enjoy Thanks. the rest of your Creative South. Yeah, I will. Definitely will. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. You can find out more about Eddie on Twitter at Soul of Jasmine. Yeager is on Twitter at Yeager Zanyo. Zach Z.S. Wilkinson on Twitter. And be sure to listen to Creatoring, Zach's new podcast co-hosted by Creative South alum Daniel Hare. 
Be sure to check out the links in the show notes for more ways to keep up with them. You can keep up with the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Creative SO Pod and follow Creative South on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Creative South GA over at CreativeSouth.com. And I'm at Jay Frostholm on Dribble, Twitter, and Instagram. Visit JackPrince.com and get 25% off all orders over $25 when you use promo code CreateSouth17 at checkout. For a limited time, new Skillshare customers can get their first three months for just 99 cents to get unlimited access to thousands of classes when you sign up at Skillshare.com using promo code CreativeSouth. What are you waiting for? Start learning today. And remember, if you like the show, help support us over at Patreon.com slash CreativeSouth. And if you like the Creative South podcast, head over to iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play Music. Rate us and leave a review. This helps more people find the podcast and allows us to keep getting awesome guests. Now go out and hug some necks. Necks.